advise you to get off the streets as quickly as possible. It'll soon be a war up there. And we are, as a people, opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths. I know for a fact. And to secret proceedings. Weapons of mass destruction. I have a dream. I take the threat very seriously. A new world order. Your government thanks you for your participation. You are now listening to the world-famous Sofa King Podcast. Please, read from sheets. I am, I am Sofa King. Sofa, Sofa King. King. Now repeat all very fast, please. I, I am, am Sofa King. King. Faster. I, I am Sofa King. Sofa. No, not so fast. So. Loses meaning. I, I am, am Sofa, Sofa King. King. With me, Todd. <laughs> you say funny things. So happy I got a coffee. Thank you, Turd Ferguson. <laughs> Makes life special. Man, I, I I was having a dilemma driving over here. Um, I was telling Brent during the break, uh, I wanted a <laughs> I wanted a I wanted a coffee and I got off work because it's Monday today. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't normally record on Monday, but I wanted a coffee. I, I took a shower. I didn't really have time to get anything. And I was driving over here to the studio and I was like, man, I want to stop at Starbucks, but I don't want to stop at Starbucks. Right. And not because of the inconvenience of stopping. I was just like, I don't want to go. I haven't had any outside food, yeah. no fast food. So I've been very limited. Like I've been a lot of gas station food, like bags of chips or something like right. that. Like, but because of work and stuff, right. but a lot of time I've been taking my lunch. Yeah, I've so. been saving money because of that. I don't know uh, though. Sometimes I feel like fast food saves me money. Okay. Because I spend like 15 bucks on dinner for my family instead of like running to the grocery store to make spaghetti and end up spending $35 buying just bullshit. You know what I mean? I don't know. I think what I've had luck with is I've went to the grocery store two times so far since for about three weeks now. And, um, I bought like enough food to last. Like, and so like, I've been like, if you add up my meals, it would be like, I don't know, five bucks, 10 it's bucks. It's making me very family. aware how much I actually like, spend. Yeah. Cause I usually so. go to the grocery store multiple times a week. Like yeah. I just, when I get off work and run by the store, grab what we need for dinner. Yeah. And I'll now if you go at 30, once, 40 bucks, you know, I'm going once. I'm like, shit, dude, that's $200, 150, yeah. 160 bucks. Oh yeah. You're bucks. easily dropping 200 Oof. bucks coming out of the yeah. store. If you're like, yeah. and it doesn't planning on shit. But I feel like yeah. if I spend 150 bucks, I should not be able to carry it in one trip. I mean, oh, I go will. crazy with the one trip, but I'm like two bags. No, I was like, I got like six bags of shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. 150 bucks. Yeah. Cause I, I spent like a couple hundred. No, I spent 300 and something Oof. when I was like loading up. Cause like a lot of it, I did, I was already like kind of needing to go to the grocery store anyway. So it was already fucking rough, but I was like, okay, well now I need to like buy a little bit more just to have, just in case I like, bought let like me pack the freezer bulk dry goods. And then we're yeah. trying not to touch that shit. Yeah. Like that stays right. where it's right. at, like the cans and the rice and all that stuff. Yeah. And then I'm doing my normal grocery shopping, but once a week. Yeah. And then we're trying to eat through that, make sure we're eating leftovers, yeah. make sure we're being smart with what yeah. we did the next thing. And then like not touch that, that back yeah. stock. So, yeah. So I, I, but I went twice and then I spent another hundred and, fucking something dollars to like restock everything, you know? But then I was like, fuck, I got a lot of fucking food, man. There's all kinds of shit. Like, right. So it's, it's, it's been like, nice. It's been I've, nice. I've pretty much reached the point. Cause, cause I got a, you know, I got a good amount of stuff like in fucking shit in February. Like at the end of February is when I like cleaned out my prepper stuff and like totally restocked it. 
and bought a bunch of stuff for the main cupboard in the in the house. And at this point, when I go grocery shopping, it tends to be all I'm getting is like produce, Just refill stuff, like produce yeah. and frozen meals because the stuff like that any, goes bad, yeah, the stuff that goes bad, or the the stuff that I eat first. But it's like yeah. when it comes time to like, oh, I've got time to cook today. I'm gonna cook this meal and that meal and this meal, unless I just need a bell pepper or an onion or something. Yeah, I'm covered. You know. Yeah. Yep. So. But yeah, like yeah. Brent said, though, I've got that initial stock and it's like I don't touch that. Like if I it's like, oh, I have to go get a can of refried beans out of my prepper stock because I'm out of refried beans. I add an extra can of refried beans on my shopping list. And as soon as I yeah. buy it, I put it back out there um, because I need I want that secured. I yeah, know. I didn't realize my family didn't know that. And then and I went to grab the. I went to get rice and I was like, oh, where's rice? We need more rice. And they're like, oh, it's up there. Where it's at? And I was like, oh, you guys aren't supposed to touch that shit. <laughs> and they had like, there's like half a box. I was like, damn it. And you can't get that. Yeah. Like right now you can't yeah, get Yeah, you can actually. Yeah. yeah the, the Lamina, Dave, that you were talking yep, about right over by your house. My house yeah. There's one by my house. Yep. Well, kind of by my house, but they're doing it too. So all the Lamina restaurants, they got, they got beans, they got rice, they got all kinds of stuff. So yeah, you can go out there and get some. Yeah, so every if you need every some, day, if you need some, if you yep, need rice or dry there. pinto beans, let me know because it's literally across the street from my house, and I can walk over there any day. Yep. I think it's like five bucks. You get a pound of dry beans and a pound of dry rice because they still get their restaurant supply. Um, yeah, but for they, five bucks. Yeah, five bucks for a. I think that's what I paid. I think I paid them five bucks, and that was for a pound of rice and a mm -hmm. pound of beans. And then, yep. but they also they sell hot burritos and trays of enchiladas. It's fucking brilliant. It's brilliant what they're doing. Yeah. The restaurants shut down. They set up two tables in the parking lot. Yep. You yep. pull up and park. You walk up to the table. Tell them what you want. Fucking hand them yep. the money. Like I've been a very yep. gracious tipper lately. I'll fucking give some people money, and they'll be like getting ready for the change. I'm like, you can just go ahead and keep that. Right. You can go ahead and yeah. keep that filthy ass change. <laughs> I don't want that. <laughs> so I heard a new a new conspiracy, which makes a lot of sense, that they're going to switch us to digital currency in the middle of this shit. I was so that's thinking that gonna, when this shit first happened. Yeah, because they're like, like, how do you take over the world? Like, what do you do with the money? Like, Because money's dirty. So they'll be like, oh, the coronavirus is on the money. We figured yeah. it out. You're passing money around. You can't have dollar bills. You can't have money. We need digital yeah. currency. And I was like, God, think of the impact of digital currency. So the, how do you get people to switch to digital currency? The fucking stimulus check. Like you yeah. want that fucking check. We're going to give you that check. But what they don't say is it's going to come in the form of some weird new digital currency. So then you end up having to cash in all your fucking your your didgeridoo dollars into this weird new fucking, you know, Uncle Sam buck or whatever. That's called changing my zero. But think about your... the impact of that is they know what <laughs> yeah. you buy. You can't buy a fucking dirty magazine, a box of condoms. You can't buy... You know, anal lube, all the things you they want to have. That anyway. I mean, you have a bank account. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but they I don't mean, know. Like, yeah, they the know cash, it. And the cash ability, money, you know? the ability to turn that motherfucker off if you don't go get your vaccination for your traveling card and for your, your you know, that's what I mean, pretty far fetched. I don't, yeah. I don't think. I don't think. That's, that's, I, I'm just saying down no, the road. That's it could the, be. Yeah. That's the steps. That's it the fucking stepping thing, stones yeah. to that. If you make a digital currency that they control, it's like, oh, how many credits do you have? It's some future movie, dude. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think it's that far away. I honestly think that that's a more efficient way of doing things absolutely printing that's money. what I was, I was trying to explain like, to my mom i was like think about uh, the human race as a machine you know yeah. what i mean if you think about 
the whole of the machine. Yeah. You need control of the parts. In an engine, you can't have some rogue fucking gear that just turns whatever way it wants. Yeah, exactly. Right? So like yeah. that socialism, crazy, creepy, like it's like, it's going to be like socialism by necessity because we need, they make you be like, oh, you need the government. Like we're saving yeah. your ass right now. We're going to give you a thousand dollars, but it's got to be in fucking digitary dollars or digital yeah, dollars. Whatever or whatever, you know? fuck, yeah. And so then you get these new fucking units that you can use and everyone accepts them. But yeah. To get them, you have to agree to this thing or that thing to get your new passport. Yeah. If you want to travel outside the United States or from state to state, you have to have this paper yeah. and you have to get your fucking shots or you have to do this or you have to be in good standing with it's this It's slowly thing. going that way anyway. The, the, I think that, it's going to be a lot easier for them to just use direct deposit and put it in your bank account. I'm telling you, man, yeah. I feel it. <laughs> I, don't have, I don't have that though. That's the shitty thing because um, I haven't got a tax return. Fuck, man. I've owed since... Fuck, I don't even know now. I owe this year. I was like, God 2011, yeah. 2010, I think it was the first $6,000 I owed. And then, yeah, it's Bam. just fucking gone from there every year. Because you make that so. sweet, sweet money all year. <laughs> and they take it. They fucking take it. Okay, I, think my, I think I got, actually, the guy I work with, he, he was saying, so I didn't even look at mine fucking because I didn't even want to know. He got, they took $2,500 just in taxes from his one check. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't feel that bad for you guys, though, because it means you're making more money. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You just have to account for that. Yeah. Right. You have to adjust for it is the thing. I remember doing that. Sometimes it's not worth making that money because no. you're, you're, you're working in this job that seems like you're, you're like, oh, I made 80 grand this Well, you year. still make well, 80 grand is shit. Well, I'm yeah. saying, but that's not real for me. That'd be fucking crazy. Yeah. But the... Uh, when you make that much money, you're not really making that much money after taxes. You know what I mean? You might probably make it 40 grand or something fucking yeah. close to no, that. It's, yeah, it's, taxes are rough. Yeah. Fuck. And then you're owing get it. You, you so always, then, yeah, yeah, so yeah, they always, it. it's like, it's like a, I, I've, the IRS and the state tax is like the casino. The house always wins. Yep. yep. Man, like I should you, not be drinking this fucking coffee. Is it fucking you? Yeah, right away. Really? I haven't had coffee. Like, real. this is real coffee. You're, man. All, you're all hyped up over there. I am on Mountain Dew, man. I'm sitting in my pee pants right now, man. I'm a fucking winner. Ooh, God damn, so as, as usual, we like to thank our patrons at the top of the show and shout out, yeah. give, a, give a couple of fancy details about yeah. some of our uh, patrons. We mm -hmm. really appreciate uh, the patrons who support the show. Um, you make all of this uh, uh, possible and easier to do. Um, we mail out tons and tons of shit that isn't cheap. Um, and, uh, we probably couldn't uh, be as generous if it wasn't for you guys being generous. So we like to no, thank some sure. of you yeah. for being patrons. Um, first of whom is Vincent Calderon. Uh, I thought you were going to say Borg Morfkin. Yeah. That's why I thought you were going yeah. to, but I there don't know that guy. So Who's, Vincent Calderon, Vin he sounds Vince? delicious. I think that that's probably like yeah. Vincent's Calderon. Mm. Like it sounds it's like a, an Italian no, dish. A, like That's a calzone. A calzone, yeah. It's an inside out calzone. Is it a calzone? A, cal a calderone is a Mexican calzone. Uh, Ooh, I like it. Yeah. Oh, it's like a it's like an enchilada, but has like sort It's no. like a fiesta hot pocket. It's like a pizza Kinda. enchilada. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. In a cup. In a cup. That's yeah. some fusion food you have. How big seen. of a cup? A Mexican calzone? How big of a cup is that? Uh, it depends on the serving size. Huh. It's hard to ask Dave that. He measures dicks and cup sizes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. going to give me an accurate description of the cup. <laughs> right. Well, you know what? It's actually a more accurate measurement because you've got nine inches. Like, if you're thinking about it, like everybody measures cups, wrong. How yeah. many cups is yeah. have volume is important, right? Right, right. You could have some pencil dick that's nine inches long yeah. and look like a fucking worm. Yeah, yeah. You got the yeah, fucking spaghetti cups. Yeah, we need, we need volume. You need cups because you need volume. Exactly. How many ounces? Because you might be at right. seven inches, yeah. but you got the volume. Yeah, right. yeah right. that's 128 ounces. Exactly. Think about a gallon of milk. 
Dicks should be me- <laughs> they should be measured in cups. <laughs> you just push your dick into the cup until the head hits the bottom, yeah. Yeah. and as it fucking squashes out into the cup, it's volume. <laughs> ah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just make it. Just make well, not it, hard. I'm saying just limp. You know, just make it hang. You fluff it up a little. Well, that's bit. not fair for me. What do you mean? What? You're growing out of European, short? yeah. <laughs> get the European? What'd yeah, you say? What, yeah, I mean, it's called yeah. the European? Yeah, it's the yeah. European, yeah. I've never heard of that. Yeah, I'll grow no show. Oh. Yeah. Well, fluff it but up a little bit. That's uh, <laughs> that's Brian Grennan's motto, too. All grow no show? Yeah. Is uh, that the next patron? I thought is. it was all all boys, no girls. Um, no, that's, <laughs> that's Brandon Jacobs. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that makes Not sense. that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> that makes <laughs> sense. Yeah. yeah. And then finally, since the last three have actually had normal names, we have Aunt Brooks. Oh, okay. I'm Aunt Brooks. She makes the best cookies. Yeah. Not yeah. And pretzels, too. Not oh, Aunt. Okay. Like the insect. Yeah, Auntie. Like Auntie? She bites the shit like out of Dave, you. Dave, you got an Auntie, don't you? No. No? No, I might still you have got aunts. One. I might. I might have one living Auntie. Huh. I got it. It's all bro, no ho. That's the gay fucking bro, no ho. <laughs> the gay motto. Yeah, all bro, no there ho. There you go. That's got, is that a thing? God, that's good, dude. That has to be. I bet I could sell gay guy shirts on fucking all Amazon bro, and no say ho. all bro, no ho. That's funny. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> Nobody steals that. That goes from both me. ways, too, because I can all be no all ho, no bro, bro, no ho. No, I could be all bro, no ho. Just me. What do you mean? You know what I mean? Like, I'm not a ho. I'm all oh, bro. I guess. You know? mm. That's true. Or yeah. all ho, no bro. You could yeah. flip it around. Yeah. Depends on the font. Yeah, Defont says a lot. Yeah, Defont. Yeah. It does. Defont. You remember Defont? Yeah. yeah, he was an intern oh, Defont, on the show yeah. a couple Def- years ago. Yeah, Defont Fontaine. Yeah, Defont Jackson. Yeah, <laughs> Defont Monroe. Yeah, he went on to bigger and better things. Yeah, I think he's producing Joe Rogan now. Mm-hmm. We nice. got him into that. It's good impressive. for Defont. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah. Uh, does he does he love El Yucateco hot sauce, the king of flavors, since 1968? I, I bet he, he does. does. Yeah. I got my son fucking putting the techo on shit now. He's oh, like, are really? you proud of me? Are you proud of me, dad? He's using the red. <laughs> he's just, he's on red right now. I was like, I am. I am proud of you. Wow. Yeah. He put red on his breakfast burrito this morning, which is good, dude, for like an 11 year old kid eating hot sauce. That's good. Yeah. That's, I think it's good for him. He got one hair on his chest. Right. That's good. Yeah. Pluck that shit. Pluck yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> you want to ask him, ask him the serious question. Do you want to know what life feels like? And if I can pluck, pluck that, that one hair. hair. Yeah. yeah. That's fucking, that's going to like sh- it. He'll remember like that shit it. for the rest of yeah. his life. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> it's always we should, something. We could measure life in hair plucks. I think so. Like just ones every, on the leg. every event. Like, how was your drive here? I'm about 47. <laughs> 47 hair plucks. <laughs> yeah. It's a fucking Oof. nightmare. <laughs> it's a, bad it's a lot. Yeah. 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 It's a lot. Yeah. What it's, else? Podbelly.com. Don't forget Podbelly. that. Yeah. Always got to say that because we're part of the Podbelly network. That's why we have to say it. Yeah. Yeah. There's lots of cool podcasts mm-hmm. on that website if you check it mm-hmm. out. There is. I'm eating Doritos out of a whiskey glass. Yes. Because I'm fancy. Is what you should do. Spoon, like with like cereal with whiskey? Mostly because I didn't want the chip bag to make the crinkle. So I just put that's, it into an empty. That's smart, but you yeah, need to drink that smart. coffee. I can't. You don't dude. waste that fucking coffee. I might have to waste it, bro. Like I got fucking hopped up on Mountain Dew for a second there. You saw me. I started talking in the accent. You got heard of that in a long time. <laughs> I was like, hey, man. Hey, man. I'm having a foot of coffee, man. I'm back, man. Yeah. <laughs> my alter ego. You want to see man. my tiger? <laughs> <laughs> Check this shit out, man. I'm a fucking, I'm going to jump over this fucking school bus with my bicycle. Check it out. My bicycle. Yeah, my bicycle. <laughs> that's an that's a ice cream shaped as a bicycle. It's got little frosting mm. spokes. 
A bicycle. Yeah, yeah you got to call it a bicycle. Yeah. <laughs> so we wanted to um, do a cryptid. Like here, here's the problem: cryptids and cults are probably my favorite two topics to cover. I probably have the most fun with cryptids and cults, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and we're kind of running out of them. Yeah, cults. There's a lot of information. Cryptids is tough, but there's, there's not. Like, but there's not very many cults left. Is the problem, and there's not yeah. very many like really strong cryptids left. Like they're the the it's getting thin. So, but yeah, it, yeah, we're getting to like the uh, the end of the you know the notables, I guess. They're just right, kind of right, notable, right. and there's yeah. still a million topics to cover. But there's not very many cults left, and there's not very many cryptids. But this is potentially a cryptid, potentially just a mythological beast. Um, I don't know. And it's actually a pretty big one, but not in the Americas. Um, When I taught a class that dealt with the paranormal, like there was a whole chapter devoted to the black dogs of England, and none of my students had heard of them. This is a book. I mean, like the chapters were fucking Sasquatch you know, the Loch Ness monster, Chupacabra, like major things. And then the black dogs and everybody was like, how come I've never fucking heard of this? And it's like, probably because we're not in England. I say uh, we just do it again. Just do it again, man. Cause big, honestly, Bigfoot was split with big religion. We only mm-hmm. did 45 minutes on Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. I feel like we could do Bigfoot again. Yeah, we could probably Bigfoot revisited the uh, Bigfoot, the other foot. Oh. We, just, we did the left foot the first time. Yeah. We're going to get off on the right foot this yeah. time. That's right. <laughs> so the black dogs, um, they call them the black dogs of England. Um, and then a lot of times if you wanted to search it, some people refer to them as the black shuck S H U C K. Mm. Um, but the black dogs are abnormally large dogs. Um, they say that they might measure four feet at the shoulder or be seven feet tall if they stood up on their hind legs. So bigger than a mastiff, um, probably bigger than an Irish wolfhound even. Um, so unnaturally large. Um, like if you pictured a werewolf. Like, kind of, yeah. No, you know, very large. Yeah. Shaggy uh, black hair, red eyes, and they're most, and we'll get into a lot of their details, but they're most commonly seen on roads or at crossroads. Mm, mm. Um, so this I is. Think my, I think my grandma saw one before. This is I know story? a couple of people who think they've seen one. Well, she had a, she had a, she went missing like for like, um, she, and she's passed away now, but she, she went missing for like, man, fucking days. Like we had a Facebook thing, you know, like if you've seen her type shit, you know, she was supposed to go to the hair salon mm-hmm. and, uh, shit was creepy though. Cause my cousins who live in, uh, Hanford Lamore area, they're, uh, sheriff's officers and, um, they found her in a field. I remember the story. Yeah. Yeah. And, and when we were, we picked her up. And it was, uh, it was nighttime and we got there and we picked her up and she, I mean, she was in her car for, I don't know how she had dementia or something. Yeah. She yeah. had dementia. And I think the, we're thinking she had a stroke in the car and, uh, she had torn up paper like nervously Oof. all uh, over the, like all over the fucking car. And she was in the, she had peed in there. Like, fuck, it was horrible. I was going to say, I remember something and, about yeah, pee and I didn't want to bring uh, it because I didn't know if and, I was just being a dick. And so, no, yeah. And so, but when we were leaving, we were driving down this road and she was telling us that she, cause I was asking her, she was, she was fucking out of her mind. Right. And, uh, and I was asking her, I was like, why did you, why did you come here? And she's like, well, 
I came here because this is where they grow the cats at the cat farm. And it was like this weird fucking thing. Right. And then all of a sudden, like I was driving and I was kind of like looking back like at her while I was talking to her and she was in the back seat and, and fucking all of a sudden she's like, Oh my God, did you see that dog? And I was like, and I fucking like stepped on the brakes and I was like, right. what in the fuck? And she's like, the dog, it just ran across. And I was like, I was like, I, I don't know. I didn't see a dog. You know what I mean? Like right. she was seeing, she was seeing stuff. Like it, it was fucking weird. It was, it was a fucking weird. I think weird. the problem with this one is that it's a dog, right? So yeah. like normally you're like, what the fuck was that thing? Yeah. So it's like, that's Bigfoot. It looks like an ape. There shouldn't be an ape in the fucking forest over here in Oregon. Yeah. You know, so it stands <laughs> out or like a chupacabra, like, yeah. oh shit, all my livestock has two holes in its neck and it's been sucked fucking dry. Yeah. And I saw some creepy little fucking goat sucker over there that doesn't look like a standard fucking creature. Yeah. But this one's a dog. So then how do you know when you saw it big and when you didn't? Though. It's a big ass dog. With but it's a, it's like it's a big a ass man, but it's a big ass dog. The problem though is like in the dark, because that's when everyone sees yeah. it. If you shine lights on dogs, their fucking eyes do do that. It's green. It's red. They're red. That, that's what happens. That's a natural phenomenon for that to happen. Animals eyes in the dark glow fucking weird when light hits it. Yeah. So, so I don't know. That's the problem is that it's a dog. And so it could just be a fucking dog. You know yeah. what I mean? Sure. Except for the, ex sure. except for the descriptions where it's abnormally large. Or the weird fucking scary ones that I'll be honest, chupacabras me. The fucking hyena version mm. gets fucking mm. gets me, dude. That one creeps me out. Mm. I don't like the Does thought it of tap that. tap on the glass, too? Yeah, that fuck. Hyenas are fucking scary, dude. Hyenas? Hyenas are fucking Why? scary Little as fuck. scrawny fucking runt dogs. Nah, man. The they're, like, they're like hunchback fucking hairy mean yeah, motherfuckers. They're probably nice. I tried to look it up to see if can you tame a hyena, um, and some people have them, but they said it's fucking dangerous. Well, yeah, because they're it's ingrained into them. They're yeah. scavengers. They'll eat. They'll eat your baby. Yeah, and like, like their the dingo, jaw power is like dingo, five thousand pounds per square inch yeah, or some shit. The dingo will eat your they baby. They can break your fucking arm with yeah, their jaw for sure. So, so I don't know. That's my problem. Is it's because they're. I mean, they're they were bred or not bred, but they were, they're born into having to eat animals and they eat bones right. and everything else. It'd so be like if you saw to. a deer, you're like, Oh, I saw a really big deer. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know. It's a, is it a deer? Like this is a black yeah. dog. Like it's just a black dog. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's an it's animal nighttime. that exists that you well, could and one see. of the things like I was getting at was that like your mind plays a huge uh, at night. You know what I mean? How you can feel somebody's behind right. you and you're fucking and you're in the dark. You feel something there and you fucking take off moving fast, you know? Um, <laughs> People post some videos of this shit, like yeah. I saw on YouTube, and there's a video of a fucking wolf, and I'm like, I know that's a wolf, yeah. but when it turns sideways in the fucking light, it's face, it's scary as yeah. fuck. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? That's just yeah. some scary, there's a, that one where the German shepherd gets attacked by the fucking dire wolf from Games yeah. of Throne, Game of Thrones. <laughs> like, it's fucking scary. Yeah. But well, I'll say, well, here, here's the one thing, though, that, that I think makes this stand out as a, and the thing is, when you study it, like, most of the, most of the, the cryptids and things that we've studied they're being studied as cryptids as living creatures that really exist in our world Almost yeah. everyone that studies the black dog of england studies it as part of folklore or as part of mythology right and it's mm. like a different emphasis and the folklore and the mythology is a strong emphasis on this is a psychological circumstance 
that people mm. have that make us see and feel this black dog being. So what is it really about? Psychologically. So kind of that's, that's what I was saying. That's, right. that's what I was talking about. The psychological aspect. There is some it. paranormal to it though. Like I know that uh skinwalker ranch, for example, that's one of the things they say, but I don't know if that's rooted in the, the mythology of the black dog, but they say they see like a black wolf that yeah. uh, materializes from a mist or dematerializes into a mist. And that's fucking but here's, which I is, mean, here's part of the thing though, is if people are just seeing specifically in England, which is where it's the most uh, uh, popular, if people are seeing real dogs, then why are they all so huge? Why are they all jet black? Why, like I've seen plenty of dogs on the side of the road that didn't have red glowing eyes at night. It's like those elements make folklorists look at it and say what's going on here because if we're just randomly getting spooked out by dogs on the side of a road or trail then one of them should have had curly hair and been tan and one of them should have been gray like an irish wolfhound is and one of like why are they all black and why are they all massive well like, is this is this some- that's a weird bit to account for if these are just a bunch of people seeing dogs because one of them should have been a fucking poodle and one of them should have been a labrador retriever and one of them should have been a fucking chihuahua yeah but maybe the people did see that it's not notable it's notable when you see an oversized one with red fucking eyes well is this something that 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 is told to him as like a, a fairy tale like as kids some like of it is so the kids don't somewhat, stray off yeah somewhat. yeah like, so i mean that night of the black dog will get you yeah and so like if if that's the case like i mean i mean even ingrained as you know a child and then you move into adulthood um you move into the hood as an adult Mm -hmm. um you'll you'll see you could see you know what you manifest as that thing you know what i mean like what you think would be uh the big black dog that you know you were told to as a child you know like and it just plays a real part in your life whether it's there or not you know who knows so the, it's got different names. They're called the Gert Dog, Padfoot, um, oh. a Barguest, which I've heard of in Dungeons and Dragons, um, the Yeth Hound, which I've also heard of in Dungeons and Dragons, the Grim, um, and the Grim has a, apparently appeared in Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. Yes, the dog, um, the Hound of the Baskervilles by Sir Arthur. Conan Doyle is basically a black dog inspired and there's plenty of other names. There's the Medi Doe in Scotland. Um, there's, there's tons of names. Um, Harry Jack, old shock, black shuck, puka, Scriker, why Chivo, way Chivo, peck, Kadiho, Lobizon, like the myth um, is primarily in Western countries. It's primarily in England um, and and a, somewhat in Europe. And then it's primarily in, and then it sort of bleeds over to the Americas and into sort of Central and South America. That tends to be where the myth is. So wherever those all, it is. Those all sound like strains of weed though. Yeah, <laughs> like honestly, yeah. those all could have been fucking weed strains. Right. Lo Chiva. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I think whatever, whatever it is, whether it's a creature, whether it's a mythology, whether it's some psychological manifestation, I believe it began in England and made its way West. Did the dog's head, butt? uh, no, but some of the dogs don't have heads. Hmm. They're not weird. English. So one of the the reasons that it is studied is um, in 1932, an American folklorist named Stiff Thompson 
um, wrote a book called the motif index of folk literature. And he tried to make an index of everything he called them motifs, the things that persist in our mythology and the things that he included were the creation of life, the mythological theft of fire, witches, ogres, uh, gods, death being a personified being, right? So mm. big, major, heavy hitter myths are it's in like o- like Odin and the Grim Reaper and all that shit. Like well, the, things yeah, that don't go away. Yeah. Like like yeah. it's like there's a legend of this and it faded right. away, but these things continually yeah. persist right. they stayed, throughout time. They stayed with us. Dragons. Those, those are the things that he calls yeah. motifs, and the black dog exists in his catalog as a motif. So again, even though you might not have heard of it, it's populous enough. And even one, there was one. I forget his name. I'll get to it later in the notes. But there was one researcher who stumbled into the idea. He heard about it as a kid. Whatever. He got to college. And started researching folklore um, and started working at a, at a university and he uncovered one old folk folklorists uh, trove in the library and it was seven colossal boxes full of eyewitness accounts of black dogs all mm-hmm. through England and it's like it's a it is a persisting thing that occurs so again mm-hmm. it's common enough um, even if not in our neck of the woods, that you have to start to say, is this a real animal? Is this pure myth? Is this you chupacabring yourself into thinking you saw something? And if so, why? What psychologically is occurring when I make up a black dog on the side of the road? You know, because it happens what? with so many people. Right. I also wonder, though, like uh, regionally, you know, uh, like geographically, is there a breed of dog that fits that description? You know, I mean, like you have Irish wolfhounds, those big ass fucking scary. They're great, but those are fucking scary looking dogs. If you've never seen one of those live, it'll fucking freak you out. That looks like a monster. Like those things are fucking giant. And I wonder, you know, like, yeah, yeah, like a a greyhound is going to be gray. You know what I mean? Is there a black large breed dog that's native to that environment? Because you have to imagine if we see stray dogs now. It, back in that time period, stray dogs are going to be fucking plentiful. Those motherfuckers are scavenging around mm-hmm. and they're probably scary and fucking gangly and violent because they're not being fed. It's not like they live in an urban environment where they're going to eat out of the trash off the fucking curb. Those motherfuckers are cruising around trying to kill your chicken because they're fucking starving and they're mm-hmm. that much closer closer to the lineage of genetic wolves. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like th- there's probably some scary ass fucking dogs cruising around by themselves in the darkness looking for food and maybe there's a breed that's black and large that's native to that area or region where that started and mythologically the black dog is you know one of the things that i was reading when they talk about the folklore aspect and the idea of it being a motif is that if you look at greek mythology norse mythology or wealth uh, wealth mythology you and others as well you have a black dog with glowing red eyes which is the guardian to hell or the underworld like yeah. Cerberus, um, Garmer from the Norse, in the Norse uh, religions. So you've got giant black dogs, whether they have one head or two heads. Giant black dogs with glowing red eyes tend to be things that are the gatekeepers to hell. So that persists in the mythology as well. So getting into some Freudian shit, like psychologically, a giant black dog with red eyes means something on an archetypal subconscious level. I don't know what that is. Hmm. A harbinger of death, apparently, in most instances, um, because it's either the 
the guardian of the underworld or a lot of times people say that the, if you if you hear the black dog howling at night nothing's going to come of it but if you look into its red eyes and see it then within a year you die i mean i i think that the the birth of that is probably a conglomerate of like death and like darkness is scary when you close your eyes it's dark you know what i mean we think when you die it's probably going to be dark so the the blackness and darkness is a scary thing fucking wolves were probably a real what we learned in the green children like yeah. that wolves are a real thing they built yeah. fucking wolf pits yeah. yeah so that's a legit fucking thing a dog or a wolf is a real fucking fear factor in in a primal instinctive way that that's something that could kill you yeah. so there goes death so if you're going to come up with a creature that's going to be fucking the harbinger of death or the fucking guardian to the gates of hell it wouldn't be a far stretch to come up with something that could really kill you Big black and, and it's black yeah. because it's fucking dark and it's scary like that's you know, black death, like plagues, right. like that color is associated obviously with death right yeah. away. So right. in their minds, I don't think it's a stretch to have that connection between that creature <laughs> and fucking death or hell. Yeah. So here, here are some of the, the traits, <clears throat> the basic traits of the, of the black dog, aside from the size that we've already talked about, they're always associated with a road often a crossroads. Okay. Um, they're very often associated with electrical storms. They show up just before or just after or during lightning storms. Um, the they're usually sinister. Like no, like when people see them, they fear for their lives more than they would if they see a regular dog. Like there's like a you get chupacabra by looking at this thing. It like freaks you the fuck out um, unnaturally almost. Um, they. Uh, Think about their time period too, though. Like from I'm a fucking grown ass man in a world of technology. And I know that there's probably not a black dog that's going to get me. And I was getting creeped out by watching a video of a black dog that someone else fucking saw on the internet. Right. So for the reality to be that you still believe that there could be some fucking magical sorcery and monsters yeah. in the fucking darkness. Things, things are always scarier too. It like, was more real. For yeah. Them. Well, think about like uh horror movies, for example, not horror movies, yes, but horror not to be confused. Movies. Right. Horror. Yeah. Um, I've watched a lot of horror movies. Yeah. I've never seen a horror movie. You don't like, the, you don't yeah, like, the I don't like those movies. Yeah. yeah. Different type of blood in those horror True, movies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but but if you if you think about it like uh something scary isn't the isn't the movie the movie that that can't really happen that's like really far fetched that's fucking not really real you know uh, you know that movie's not really that scary like yeah it might be a trip whatever but the movies that are actually truly scary are the ones that could actually happen sure like the strangers where you know, somebody abducts people in their own home and fucking, you know what I mean? Does horrible things to them. And like those things could actually happen, you know, right. like those are the scarier movies. Um, and so something like watching a black dog or like seeing this thing or this figure, like not knowing what it is, that's fucking, it could be anything. You know what I mean? But for it, us, it, the, the, scary, the serial you know? killer one's more of reality. I don't feel like I'm going to be walking to my shop from the car and a wolf is going to get for me. sure. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. more likely you're, you're someone can murder more scared you of a person. Yeah. 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 So for right. them, it, it, that's a, that's such a reality yeah. that it was fucking scary. You know what I mean? That's, that's something we live gonna in be, a city. It's going to be notable at that, time, for that time period. Yeah. So the, the main thing is like the, the big myth is if you hear them howling, um, and they have a very distinct howl, um, hide, don't go out, don't go near mm. roads. Um, because if you see them and you see their red glowing eyes, you will die within a year. 
Um, another common version of it is that if people are on ancient pathways or like sacred roads and if they get lost or if they're in danger or if a storm is about to come that they'll fucking die in or whatever suddenly one of the black dogs will appear at the side of the road and guide them to safety so they'll be in the middle of sounds like two different things sounds like a bon jovi album if it sounds like anything sacred roads you guys ever hear that one oh yeah yeah. well i have a question too like you said uh, sorry to cut you off on that but you said that that like there was a a ton of like research done on people or actually eyewitness accounts that saw these dogs Mm -hmm. did anyone go back and look and say like oh this person said they saw the red eyes they're still alive a year later that I to, your, to your knowledge, yeah, I don't know. No, and I think the other thing I is mean, it's fucking castle times. Maybe you were only yeah, going to live know. another year. That, right. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Who knows what you died from? You know what I mean? Yeah. That's yeah. that dumbass who keeps going out at night. He's going to die yeah. within a year. Yeah, <laughs> you keep putting yourself in a position where you're, the black dog's going to see you. You're probably right. in harm's way. Mm-hmm. You're on an ancient pathway at night. Yeah. Quit yeah. doing that. The black yeah. dog's just a guy with a huge dick, Ooh, right? Yeah. Exactly. Ooh. Yeah. Um, and then the other version is one where families will account that it's not, it's not guiding them and being good. It's not harassing them and being evil, but families will account that for some reason, a black dog will for generation to generation, keep showing up near a family. Whenever a family is on a road, whenever a family takes a trip, um, they all keep seeing a black dog with red eyes as if the black dog is following the family or watching over the family or, hmm. or something like that. So that's another one. So either a harbinger of death, a one off where it shows up to guide you to safety or something that hangs around with your family or in an area. It might not be your family, but there might be one particular stretch of road or a crossroads where everybody in the village always sees and they have not just the length of one dog's life but they always will see the black dog that's fucking seven foot long glowing red eyes it's always at this one crossroads everybody sees it so that's all part of the part of the basic myth of what's happening right um so yeah a guy named mark norman um from england is the one who ran into the the seven boxes of of the information and he says i'm not a paranormal researcher i'm a folklorist so to me what they're seeing um, isn't important or relevant because what i'm interested in is what they're reporting and how that fits into the other stories that people have reported over time and how that shared consciousness or shared collective memory operates so looking at it from this different perspective which is the way this tends to be looked at is less about a real creature and more about what is this saying about our collective unconscious? Why do people keep seeing this or keep thinking they're seeing this over and over and over for generations? It's like the Mandela effect. Like we've looked at that, like what is the collective consciousness and what is happening as a human being? What psychological factors and traits and mechanisms are in place that cause us to, to react this way or, or impose that, that image on to what we're seeing. You know what I mean? Right. Like during certain time periods, we see that, that that goes together. Like, oh, UFOs look like this during the, the time period. They kind of match the surrounding technology. Technology, sure. Like, oh, it looks like a fucking Python. And now they look sleek. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so what was going on during, and like I said, the psychologically, that's a real fear. You can fucking get eaten by wolves. Yeah. Death is a real factor. Mortality is very present. And so I think that that's the type of thing that surrounds the mythology and folklore of a time period is very influenced by what's it's happening also, it's interesting to me that it's not a wolf though it's a dog 
it's True. a dog that's larger than a wolf because a dog is radically different in your mindset than a wolf would be. Yeah, because wolf, wolves, wolves aren't that big. They're not that big and they're just there to kill you. There are like, some breeds of wolves that go up to 235 pounds. I did look this up. That's still not that big, I was trying to figure though. that I mean, out. If you have a seven-foot-long fucking right. dog, that's huge. That's way bigger than a They man. were saying 10-foot tip to tail, and we just talked about tigers, yeah. so we kind of know how big that is because we're yeah, looking that up. a thousand pounds. That's a big fucking yeah. dog, yeah. yeah. So, but that's four I mean, four but foot to the shoulder. There's a huge difference in your subconscious mind about a wolf and you're like, if you're in the woods alone and you see a fucking wolf, there's no part of your brain that's like, oh, this I might can, be OK. Oh, yeah. This might be that's, OK. Like, that's the, gate, here, boy. That's like, the gatekeeper hey. of hell <laughs> here, boy. Yeah, <laughs> that doesn't happen. But with a dog, you it might listen. It might. You know, it's a it's a domesticated animal. So it's a weird factor that this harbinger of death isn't the death version, which is a wolf. It's a dog. That is interesting. Yeah, because if you had jerky in your pocket, you've got a chance with yeah. a dog. You got jerky in your pocket with a wolf, it's bait. Yeah. Like well, it all depends. I, like, I mean, it when Cujo, I was like, really know? up on like reading Caesar Milan books and I used to watch them all the time. Uh, our uh, guy across the street who isn't my neighbor anymore had a big fucking mean ass looking Rottweiler who just got out and was in the middle of the road. And like, it's a fucking mean looking dog. And I was like, oh, the fucking dog's in the middle of the road. It got out from the side of the fence. No one's doing anything because no one wants to fucking go near this big monster of a dog. And I just fucking Caesar Milaned myself. And I just walked out there and I was like, I'm your alpha. What's up, dog? Like, <laughs> do what I'm telling you to do. And it never fucking tripped on me. It just like, I was like, come on, come back over here. And it walked over. I got it back in there. I shut the gate, jimmied it so it wouldn't come back open. And like, Jimmy I, did. I had to like fucking put some shit against it. It's because Dave's black. That's how uh, he says it. He jimmy rigged it. Oh, uh, yeah. okay. But <laughs> jimmy rigged it. The dog was now in the backyard again. And then I walked back into the middle of the road and one of my neighbors came out and he was like, You are a fucking braver man than I am. And I was like, Holy shit. <laughs> I was like, Only after the dog was away did I let myself feel the fear of what this fucking dog could have done to me. And it's like, but that's the black dog. Like I could fucking Caesar Milan, the black dog. I can't Caesar Milan, the black wolf, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that guy has some magical powers. Fuck that yeah, motherfucker yeah. goes up and does a crocodile Dundee with his fucking hand. And he's like, and just makes little tit tit noises. And the fucking like a killer dog will shut the fuck up. That guy's unbelievable, dude. He just speaks their language. It's fucking weird. Alpha. Dave, did you walk out there kind of with a gay strut and be like, come here, muchacho? <laughs> if it was a chihuahua, that's how you I do it. I did that on the way back. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, once I jury rigged the, the, Jimmy rigged the gate, I did that. You jury rigged it. That jury takes, rigged it takes it. 12 people to jury rig something. <laughs> yeah, <that's> jury rigged <laughs> it. <laughs> Hand me that coffee, Jameson, right there. And then, and then, uh, and then it was hung Is after it? that. So. stout? No, it's yeah. a stout. It's a stout. Fine, I'll drink it. So, uh, coffee's um, right there, son. That's all right. I want this. So one of the the most famous of the cases, I've got two sort of famous ones in my notes. One of them is called the Black Shuck. And this is really the first instance I think of where they have the black dog appearing. And the Black Shuck or Old Shuck um, was in the eastern part of England, the East Anglian, back in 15 something or other um holy hell castle times yeah there's yeah, castle man. times yeah, sure. way back in castle times um and there were two encounters on the same day uh august 4th 1577 
So one of them happened at a place called Blytheburg, and they said that there was a lightning storm outside and Black Shuck burst through the doors of the Holy Trinity Church, um, ran up the nave, passed the congregation, um, real quick like, just killed a man and a boy, uh, barged through the the back door, like uh, destroyed the steeple, barged through the black door and hit it and left scorch marks on it. Part of the church collapsed because the dog was so large when it ran through the church. And to this day, the church still stands and you can still see supposedly the burnt paw marks on the back door hmm. where the black chuck ran through. I think there was. I think that was a typo. That was Black Chuck. Oh, that was Black. Chuck. Yeah, yeah, Black Chuck. Yeah. yeah. I think uh, logic logically though, like a fucking hungry ass big black dog was stuck in a thunderstorm. Fucking lightning struck the the clock tower. You know what I mean? It struck the the steeple. There's probably some iron fucking weather vane across up there, and it probably jumped down to the fucking iron that was on the door you know what i mean and it, it arced out and burned the fucking wood scared the fuck out of the dog it ran in the door people are scared of black dogs because it's castle times or they or, start screaming and he fucking attacks people in, and runs out in like, castle times though the dogs probably weren't domesticated like they are now yeah you it could have been mean? a feral like, fucking dog yeah. in the middle of a thunderstorm dude dogs do not like lightning and thunder no, no they don't they, yeah. they, like they get sketched dude they get fucking weirded some dogs, out some dogs so if care. he's outside that shit strikes especially if it strikes the building i mean part of the yeah. building fell that's probably what happened it burned the fucking building knocked it down and it arced out to the next closest metal yeah path of least resistance and everybody story always changes everything you know it was fucking huge it was this big you know because if you were in a church in old fucking days and the fucking lightning struck that motherfucker and a dog ran in that's a story dude that gets sensationalized that shit was probably like you know and it burned the door yeah it's lightning and a hungry dog in in the same year 1577 a guy wrote a book called a strange and terrible wounder which Mm, is almost Old English, middle English, middle English, middle English. It's still, it's still contemporary enough to just be modern English, but I was very happy to read this passage because now I got to use my useless skill twice in two weeks. Is there, is there middle English font? That's just like slightly less gangster. You know what I mean? It's not quite old English. It'd it's be like middle gangster. Would it be? It's middle yeah. English. Yeah, I think it'd yeah. be not. It's, it's the OG OG. Well, old Maybe. English is a, is utterly a, foreign language like there yeah, i think no, you can't look at old english and be like oh i can figure that out in a year well he's talking about the font though like the oh. oe font yeah but middle english is after old english so like old english would be the og for yeah. sure but m- maybe middle english not only does the font change oh you're right you're right yeah you're right, but the spelling yeah. changes too yeah. like it has to be written in middle english mm. in middle english font so his it's account simpler, said simpler times the black dog or the devil in such a license uh, God, he knoweth all who worketh all. Just a little parentheses about God. Running all along down the body of the church with great swiftness and incredible haste among the people in a visible form and shape, passed between two persons as they were kneeling upon their knees and occupied in prayer as it seemed, wrung the necks of them both at one instant clean backward, um, insomuch that even at a moment where they knelt, they strangled died i don't know what you said i have no yeah so two people so a dog in the middle of the church dog ran through the church two people were praying in the frit ran past everybody ran to the two people who were praying broke both of their necks and barged out the back door mm. damn broke their necks fucking black chuck's crazy and black chuck is fucking crazy if he was on cocaine 
If he was high on cocaine, that could happen. Right. And there is um, uh, two uh, researchers said that there are multiple uh, recordings on that day written by various monks all over the place of the fact that there was a crazy lightning storm on August 4th, 1577. I mean, is it, is it possible too, that like there was a dog, like a big dog with rabies, you know, that's true too. A rabid fucking dog, a rabid dog in a thunderstorm. Well, for sure. For sure. I mean, it is weird that the dog like barges in the front door, runs up a uh, break your neck, break your neck, run out the back door. Like a oh, fucking like, like Buster Rhymes ran like, in there. It seems like if it was going to do that, it would have like grabbed one of them by the neck, broke their neck and like run off with them. Yeah. Not like now I'm gonna break your neck. I don't yeah. know. In a fucking panic, it's just like I'm panicking. Get the fuck away from me. That was the nearest fucking person, you know? Is it too though? Like somebody killed somebody and then was like, oh my God, the crazy dog ran in here and did it. You know, oh, maybe. <laughs> and then that was the story, you know, that they yeah. got portrayed. They got their story straight. Yeah. Right. So that was the the big thing that kind of put it on the map. And then it starts to spread. And if you look at any website on the on the black dog if you look at the if you look at the wikipedia on the black dog it's just 50 cases of black dog sightings black dogs doing this black dogs doing this most of them are fairly short um encounters but there's just there's dozens of them there's hundreds of them um that exist out there on the on the black dog there's one at newgate prison Apparently, uh, Newgate Prison in England has had a black dog that haunts outside the prison on these on the roads near the prison for 400 years. And it shows up um, every night before there's an execution and all the prisoners see the black dog from their hmm. cells. Um, That's creepy as fuck. That's kind of creepy. Yeah. There's a website and I've put I'll post it in the show notes called the Cadejo Dog of Texas. And it's a link that's, again, just a storehouse of tale after tale after tale of this black dog in Texas that some of the tales it seems like it can float or something. Um, but the other one that I think is the, the one that is worthy of study is one called the fence rail dog. Um, and this one doesn't take place in the UK. It takes place in Delaware. So there's a stretch of road on Highway 12. Um, that passes through the towns of Frederica and Felton. And um, since as early as 1900, people would see a dog that was as tall as the fence rail, which meant it was about four feet tall at the shoulder. It was just always seen there. And they started to refer to the fence rail dog because everybody would see it driving down this particular road. Right. So the fence rail dog is said to be 10 foot long from the tip of its nose to the tip of its tail. Um, but it changes story by story. The size will vary, but that tends to be the average size. Um, it's got red eyes. You know, you can see the red eyes at night. Um, supposedly the fence rail dog, even if you're just on foot and there's no light source, you still see the eyes. So it's not like they, they don't claim the reflection. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they say that it's very fast. A lot of times when people are driving down the 12, if they see the fence rail dog, it'll be fully keeping pace with the car as it drives down the highway. Fuck that, man. If it was dark enough for there's no light, though, that's real fucking scary. There's some floating red eyes. Yeah. That's like pitch black. Can't see your hand in front of you. Yeah. Keeping up with your car, though. That's Get the scary. fuck out of here, dude. 
But it also depends. Well, it can be we're going slow. Turn of the century. If Highway 12, you're driving a fucking Model T at 25 miles an hour. True. That's less scary than me in a fucking Camaro right now or something. I don't know if it's less scary. That means it's going to fucking get you. You and yeah. a Camaro, you could get the fuck out of there. Yeah. Model T is kind of open and yeah. I don't think you'll fit in a Camaro. That was a, that was a bold choice, my friend. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> a, Wouldn't be comfortable. <laughs> it is a good choice. Um, so it's often seen on rainy nights or just before a storm is about to arrive. So it still kind of has that weird storm electrical connection to it. Um but a lot of people saw it said that it looked like um a hyena like it doesn't look it looks less like a dog when you really get a good look at it, it it's got like that that facial sloping back thing too yeah yeah um the origins supposedly there's a bunch of origin stories about it one legend claims that it's the spirit of an outlaw who committed suicide after being surrounded by the authorities and rather than go to jail, he ended his own life, and then the spirit came back as a vengeful dog. That sounds really vague, like yeah. super generic. Ooh, yeah. an outlaw? Which outlaw? Yeah. By the authorities? Yeah. What was the situation? <laughs> is, it, yeah. is it young guns? Right. Is it, are there... As a black dog. Yeah. Uh, not as a ghost who haunts the road. <laughs> yeah. Um, another says that it's the spirit of a slave boy who was killed by his abusive owners and whose body was allowed to become eaten by dogs. Mm. That that's a little more specific. At least yeah, it was. Yeah, a bit. We're getting more specific. Like you know, the thesis is narrowing. At least you know I can kind of support this one more. Um, and there was one that says it's the ghost of a dog who came back to get revenge for the murder of its owner, and its owner was the landlord of a boarding house, and um, a tenant murdered him chopped him up and fed him to his dogs Ooh. Um, or fed yes. him, fed him that, to this dog. So this dog was forced to eat the meat of its owner. And then the tenant killed the dog and left the body in the woods to rot. And that the black dog is that. Damn. It's a dog vendetta. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Patrick Swayze's in that one for yeah, sure. For sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> So, but the, when dealing with cryptozoology, this is one of the ones that people kind of hang their hat on and they think it might be something which is a cryptozoological creature called the Shunka Warakin. Hmm. Is that Native American? I, I'm suspecting. <laughs> Shunka? The, the Shunken Moroccan? The Shunken. It was a Shunken Moroccan. Well, I mean, that's African. The Shrunken Moroccan. So The, the, the Shrunken Moroccan. The shrunken Moroccan first shows up in an article in 1977, um, and it talked about uh, a canine of oversized black canine that resembles a hyena in its shape. Um, the 1977 article says that starting in the 1880s in Montana, this beast that looked like a mix between a giant wolf and hyena was uh, killing all the geese on a ranch and they shot it. So it got shot and it ran off and then it came back a few days later to kill the rancher and other ranchers in the area reported a giant hyena um, that wasn't a hyena that was killing all of their small livestock. Um, and the Native Americans said that it was a Shunko Warakin um, because they're black in color, have high shoulders, a sloped back like a hyena and a face like a hyena. Um, and apparently they shot this one 
the second time and killed it, and they stuffed it and put it on display in in Idaho, even though they don't know where the the stuffed body is right now. Of course. course. What year was this that this thing was running around? Because the other thing I thought was that was the 1980s, but it was a it was an account of it from 1977. Because there could have been some fucking oddities, fucking snake oil wagon guy rolling around with some exotic fucking animals he got from Africa or something. You know what I mean? Like showing shit off, and it got away. You know what I mean? Like. It was it was the Dumbo Circus, and that motherfucker got out of his cage one day and ran off into the woods. Now so, he's eating eating geese. So in Alberta, Canada, there was a sighting of a similar creature, a giant black hyena wolf thing that doesn't really look like any other canine that's known. 1995, a cryptozoologist named Lauren Coleman um, said that the Iowa tribe um, had an account of one in 95. And said that um, they said that Shanuka Warakin means carries off dogs. Fuck. Which is even more rough. Um, (laughs) And then in 2005, a similar thing was reported in Montana again. 2015, there were three sightings in Iowa and then a fourth sighting in Iowa in 2017. Um, and then there were encounters made in Nebraska, Illinois, and other parts of Canada. So in this case, I lean more towards some kind of a cryptid, some canine creature that's large, has hyena-like features, doesn't quite look like a wolf or a regular dog, you know. I feel like, how is someone not, someone should get some fucking crazy weird animals and like, gen, like not genetically mess with them, but like surgically fuck with them, like put them under put a mohawk on that motherfucker, dye their eyes, dye their hair, and then release them in the forest and shit and just see what happens with media. See what people, the media says about yeah, it. People will come with all kinds of crazy shit. You know, a purple gorilla and put him out in the fucking woods and just let him go put and see what comes back him. to us. Yeah, put stilts oh. on him. He's got he high heels. 27 feet tall. Yeah, yeah. So the explanations, I mean, some people think that it's... uh the that in England specifically, it might be simply a boogeyman story, like don't wander off at night, don't go to dangerous places, or the black dog will get you. Um, mm. You know, you'll see it. You'll go into a dangerous place. You'll see the dog. It's not just going to kill you, but you've got a year to live knowing you're going to die at the hands of the dog. Damn. You know, so that I got that. That's the secret. That's a ten million dollar check. If you think you're going to die for a whole fucking year, you probably will. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's one uh, definite uh, uh, version of it. And then um, the other one is they talked about the fact that in England, in some of the areas where the most black dog sightings were, there were criminals and smugglers who wanted people away from their coastal smuggling routes and they would do crazy shit. And one of the things that they would do is they would take, they would do exactly what you were just talking about. They would take horses or ponies and they would fuck with them to make them look like they weren't horses or ponies. They would paint them with a luminous paint so that Fuck they yeah, would, that's exactly what I'm talking about. They would see this glowing pony at night near their roads and no one would go over there. They would take horses and put like fake fur and whatever on them. So they looked like giant dogs and leave them on the side of the roads that they owned. So if you happened upon it in the middle of the night in England in fucking 1700, you'd be like, that dog's the size of an horse he is. And you'd like turn around and not fuck with the smugglers. Poor fucking animal, though. Like you put a Halloween costume on a fucking horse. 
horse yeah. and just let it go. It's got yeah. no fingers. It can't get out of that fucking thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just running around in a dog suit so overheating. I think that might be one of the the first uh, chunks of it occurring where that smugglers were fucking with people in England so you wouldn't go near their smuggling coves. Um, <laughs> so I don't know. It's a it's a weird one. It's it, it's in, it's the first one that we've run into that is primarily studied as a piece of mythology and folklore not as an actual cryptid. Yeah. I like the hyena uh, part because it seemed more real real or it seemed more cryptid. You know what I mean? Like the dog thing in the beginning, it's like, ah, but when you started here, but maybe some of those people had never seen a hyena. You know what I mean? If you saw a hyena and had never seen one, I think your closest description would be a dog. So if there was a creature like that, it would seem like an oversized dog. That would be your best description because during that time, 1400s, 1500s, those people hadn't seen that. They don't have fucking Nat Geo and hyenas in England. Yeah. So unless it was like some traveling fucking circus dude, which that could be the case that maybe that's where it came from. And so that your first big though is the. I'm pretty big, man. I watched a video of a guy that takes care of a hyena. It was pretty fucking big. I don't know, Brad, you got to fucking wait on a hyena. Mm, I don't know. 35 pounds. Nah. <laughs> no, I think I'll, hyenas I'll are pretty big. Hyena. Hyenas are pretty big, I think. Um, it says very in size. Spotted hyena is the largest and grows 5.9 feet. Um, That's a big pretty fucker. big. Yeah, and they weigh between 88 and 190 yeah. pounds. That's fucking big. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty yeah, yeah. This picture is fucking scary. There's some big ass fucking hyena. Yeah, because my, my German 190 shepherd, pounds is big. My German Shepherd was 100 pounds and he was a big fucking dog. Like, so 190 pounds, twice God as big, damn. Like five feet long. Fuck, yeah, look at that thing. That's big, yeah. Look at that. I'm put yeah. that on camera. That's a spotted hyena. Yeah, that's the crazy ones. Yeah, that's fucking. Yeah, that, if you saw that motherfucker, you'd be scared. Yeah, they're big, Dave. They're yeah. fucking, they're big. Like, if you're out there, Google that shit. Spotted hyena, that thing is fucking giant. That's yeah. scary as fuck. But it wouldn't consistently be identified as black. Maybe somebody died Not in black, black and it wouldn't. It. Yeah. Right, yeah. If the smugglers painted their hyena black. Yeah. <laughs> so That's a big fucking, that's a big dog. That's my new fucking fear, dude. I know there's no, <laughs> I know there's no shark he in the swimming pool. He just developed a fear. You watched it happen organically. I'm going to get one. If tigers are only two grand, I can get a hyena. I like how that was the most surprising thing to everyone. It was for me. It was shocking to find out you could buy a tiger for $2,000. I still haven't even watched it, but there's so many memes. I could probably tell you exactly what that fucking bitch, Carol Baskin, though. (laughs) Yeah, you know all about it, but you haven't watched it. Yeah, yeah, dude, for real. Like, I know there's not jaws in the swimming pool. Like, there's no sharks in the fucking lake, but it fucking frightens the fuck there out of me. There can be sharks in the lake. And just, just so knowing you know. this motherfucker exists, that is a monster in the fucking darkness. There I'm more, are, there I'm are more scared of a hyena sharks. than I am a lion, I think. The fucking... Well, lions aren't going to... Lions sleep. They seem like, kicked back. Yeah, this hyena looks fucking nefarious. It's going to get me. Yeah, nefarious. <laughs> it's fucking mean. It's got a... hunting packs, which makes it even worse. Yes. yes. And then they laugh at you while they yeah. fucking eat you alive. Yeah. That fucking yeah. cackle. That's rough. So I don't know. I'm curious if it is just a purely, you know, piece of mythology. What is it saying about our psyche? Like, what is the archetype that we need to see a black dog on crossroads? It's like even in America, it's like the myth of the devil at the crossroads, right? There was, there's always like in the South, there's mythology that at the crossroads and on the roads is where you'll run into the devil and the hellhounds. Like there are hellhounds on your trail if you piss off the devil and they're at crossroads. So, I mean, even in America where we don't have the black dog, the idea of hellhounds on a trail, that's still there. That's still the, the myth, you know? 
Do you think Crossroads is because either one of two things I'm thinking, a choice has to be made at a crossroad. Mm -hmm. So there's consequences for your choices. Like what will the outcome be? You have Mm -hmm. to make a decision at that point and it may be life or death or something like you travel that way. Don't find food and water or something bad happens. If you travel the other way, you you live happily ever after possibly. So there might be something in your psyche about crossroads and a decision to be made. But I think also maybe you, you might historically encounter other travelers because on a road, it's not as likely, you know, that you might run into someone. But at a crossroad, you've got four times the chance you're running into someone because it's an intersection of multiple paths. You might, it might be a meeting place. Um, so maybe it's more likely that that's where you see people or have encounters because it's four times as likely that someone is going to travel through that point. Right. Just math. It's math, basically. Oh, That's man. it. Next. Yeah, Next. Crossroads. Next. Cryptid. Yeah. Cryptid. Solved in math. <laughs> I, don't know. I mean, there, there's tons of, of encounters. Most of them are really old and really kind of vague. But I'm sure if you're in, I mean, based on the fact that I've seen that this is a pretty popular, you know, cryptid, you know, paranormal being in the UK, those of you who are listening from the UK might have a totally different take on this and be like, no, this is like, even when we covered the Jersey devil, we talked to several people from New Jersey who were like, no, it's like a fucking thing. <laughs> like it's, yeah. it's a that real, shit's thing. real, like that, that shit's, shit's real. real, you know? So it's like, I'm sure if you're from the UK, you might be in more of a, no, my fucking cousin saw one. Like there's one up the road. Like you might have a totally different take on this. But yeah. And there might be like a ton of people now that it's not really reported that like, no, 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 I saw one. It was right. in the backyard. Right. You know, like fucking, there might be those people all over the fucking place where if you just started asking people nowadays, like, Hey, have you seen, you know, the black shuck or the black dog or whatever. They're like, oh, yeah, yeah. We see them all the time. You know what I mean? Like, it's a casual right. fucking thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't go out at night around here. Right. You know, yeah. like. Right. So, I don't know. There's there's the there's the black shuck. There's the black dog. Oh, uh, black chuck. Could be a portent of evil. So, just if you're paranoid and you do see a seven foot, ten foot long black hyena dog with glowing red eyes in the woods. <laughs> Don't look it in the eyes. Fuck no. Get the fuck out of there. <laughs> Brent's fucking freaking himself out right now. Just thinking about it. He just, he just gave me the fuck that eyes. Yeah. yeah. So that's the, that, and even one yeah. of the things that I read was like, like how to combat the black shuck. Don't look <laughs> it in the eyes. Cause they don't attack people except oh. for that one case at the church. The only thing they do is look you in the eyes and now you're cursed to die in the next. See, year. so just you're fine. Bro. You're eyes. Yeah, you're yeah. fine, Brent. Unless it's a hyena, hyena will eat you. Yeah, I'm just not. I, I'm used to being the predator. I mean, if I have a boner and you look me in the eyes like that, yeah, you're, you're, it's over. You know, what yeah. I mean? don't don't look me in the eye with a boner. They call me Jeffrey Boner. Yeah, Jeffrey yeah. Boner. <laughs> Everyone thought it was pronounced Jeffrey Bonner. Yeah, it sounds like Dahmer, but it's yeah. Jeffrey Boner. No, it's yeah. Jeffrey Boner. It's wrong for yeah. sure. It's Fr- it's French. Yeah. Um, all right. So, uh, social media winner for episode 469, Savo Maneater, speaking of some other scary ass shit um, in the darkness, is going to be Sequoia McKinnon. Uh, she's going to win a sticker pack uh, for retweeting our twat That's on Twitter. So, Sequoia McKinnon? Yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm. I she like related the, it's to a Seth, whiskey. You get a good bottle of 12 year Sequoia McKinnon. Oh, Seth yeah. McKinnon? Seth McKinnon? Mm-hmm. He's a know. magic artist. Oh, probably for sure. Yeah, I think yeah. so. That is a pretty good name, though. Yeah. It's like a, it could be a sandwich. It could be a whiskey. Mm-hmm. Go get the Sequoia McKinnon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Could be a whiskey. Could, the whiskey sounds the most yeah, accurate. Sequoia to me. McKinnon. Yeah, I think Sequoia McKinnon. Night, like Ski Lodge. Aged 18 years. Oh, yeah. yeah. Where are you going to stay? The Sequoia McKinnon. Yeah, that sounds good. It does. That is, the Ski Lodge might be the yeah, whiskey. Even just the Sequoia McKinnon Hotel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds yeah. fancy. 
Yeah. Sounds fancy. Yeah. Probably doesn't live up to the hype. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if you can, I wonder if you can open the meat curtains. Yeah. I can see yeah. what's in there. Yep. Loose as fuck. Probably yeah. dog faced. Yeah. Looks like a hyena. <laughs> Looks like a hyena with a roast beef sandwich between her legs. Going to win a sticker pack though from printer cheap. <laughs> About a hundred <laughs> bucks. You're all up in there all night. And oh yeah. And cheap. She, yeah. she gives you a triple A discount. Too. Yeah. We oh, know what cheap. she's going to do with the stickers. She, she just does it for, she gives you a triple A discount and she doesn't even get reimbursed. Yeah. She just wants to see if you got the card. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, man, fuck it. You had a card triple A. I don't care. 15% yeah. off. Anyone AAA gets, is just all anal all the time. That's what it stands yeah, for. Yeah, you're her. a whore if you have discounts yeah. on your blowjobs for AAA. <laughs> Let's let, let that be said. She's giving out coupons. Yeah, yeah she got, if yeah. you got blowjob coupons, that's a real yeah. prostitute. So, yeah. Sequoia, enjoy those 30 seconds where we were saying nice things about you. Before. Yeah, I like how we went into this. It sounds like a nice whiskey or a ski lodge. <laughs> it's a whore. <laughs> <laughs> we giveth and we taketh away. But then yeah. we giveth again with a sticker yeah. pack. Just so like enjoy you. that. Yeah, give Frank, head. Frankie Pigeons is going to hit you up. Um, make sure you give your information to the stranger on the internet so that we can mail you stickers. She's used to that, though. That's the, that's the price you pay. Yeah, give away a little privacy, get some stickers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, uh, we're part of the Podbelly Podcast Network. Go to podbelly.com and check out cool podcasts like Ectoplasm Podcast, another mm -hmm. paranormal one, and My Age Podcast. He's in Australia, allegedly. It's probably mm -hmm. not even real. No. They're burning koalas and shit. Playing his didgeridoo. Burning koalas. <laughs> um, thank you to uh, El Yucateco Hot Sauce. That is our primary sponsor. It is delicious. It drives me crazy on hot ones when they call the red sauce the fucking uh, Caribbean. I, they know they call it Caribbean every fucking time. An email would nobody's follow. ever told them like ah, who's going to tell me? El I want to could contact them and say, Probably "Hey, we're going to sue ears. you for defamation." The other thing is, it's too late now because that was several seasons ago. <laughs> yeah, they don't even have it on the lineup anymore. Oh no, They're fucking up! It should have been Triple X. Or at least Caribbean. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? But like, or black or something. Maybe we can send everybody to uh, contact them. Oh, nice. And tell them they I need triple I don't know if we'd make a dent. That, I think we that could. That shit's big time. You know, we're uh, only half ass I mean, we got Top Ramen. He's whole ass is. famous. Yeah. True. Yeah, top I mean, Ramen did turn. 43 million. Get the top, fuck out We gave here. Top Ramen a kink in their neck. They looked our way yeah. for a second. They did. That's yeah. fine. So... <laughs> Thank you to El Yucateco Hot Sauce. Go buy it. If you find it in the wild, take a picture of it. Tag us. Tag El Yucateco. Go over and social media bomb the shit out of them. Go say that Sofa King Podcast sent you there. Like 100 of their posts. Go like as many posts as you can until Instagram stops you um, because that's huge for us. Um, and make sure that you say that Sofa King Podcast sent you over there to do that so they keep loving us. Um, also, thank you to Print Dirt Cheap. Go to printdirtcheap.com. Um, you can save some money if you buy anything there uh, using code Sofa King Podcast. Also, thank you to Jimmy D's Tees. Um, he makes some of the t-shirts we have over at sofakingpodcast.com. Um, if you're not a Patreon, uh, you don't want to keep a, a reoccurring payment like that. You want to support us. You can go buy some merch from us. We have got beanies, hats, hoodies, sweatshirts, t-shirts, flip-flops. we got all kinds of shit over there. Go to sofakingpodcast.com and uh, and make a purchase. And uh, thank you to Jimmy D's Tees. Go over and uh, tag him. Same thing. Uh, say we sent you. Go like all his posts. Go buy a t-shirt and get a fucking Mike Tyson shirt, a Godzilla ET shirt. Um, they've got all kinds of stuff. they got some obscure one with Sean Connery or something that Dave mm, likes. That never apparently there's something wrong with us. We don't know, but we don't know. So we don't know. We don't know. Yep. Um, so go check out Jimmy D's tees and uh, is that everything? I think that's yeah. all my stuff. That's the end of my party. Right on. Um, and also like, even if you don't want to go buy anything, uh, just sharing posts. So just Huge. like Sequoia McKinnon yeah. uh, shared something, won something. So she got ass blasted. Um, yep. She got ass blasted on the show mm -hmm. and she won some stickers. Yeah. yeah. Right. 
So uh, that that always helps out. So whether you have some money to spend or not, it uh, doesn't matter. You can always share some posts, uh, go like some stuff, uh, or, or even just going and liking our sponsors' uh, things uh, helps. You know, so even those insignificant things you think might not make a difference does. So uh, we so appreciate all of that. I, you guys need to pick up your phone and Google Zardoz, Z-A-R-D-O-Z, <laughs> and then just click the image button. And tell me it's not the most awesome fucking thing. Zardoz. I don't have my phone with me. <laughs> Except for in his Images. Hands. Oh, that is old as fuck. What in the fuck is that? That's Sean Connery, bitches. There's a whole movie of him dressed like that, fighting things. Nice. I don't know if <laughs> I want to see that. I can't unsee this, Dave. <laughs> he looks like Burt Reynolds had a ponytail. Is what he fucking looks like. <laughs> I was just gonna and he's, say that. he's wearing Lilu Dallas's outfit. Oh he, who wore it better, fucking Sean Connery or Sean Lilu Connery. Dallas? Sean Connery did as Zardoz because he got over all that hair. Is this where Zohan came from? Nope, that's no. fucking Zardoz, baby. Ben Stiller, classic science fiction movie, totally unwatchable. Is it watchable though? For the fun of it, is it like Mystery Science Theater three thousand watchable? Oh no! About oh no! Hour. Oh no! Oh no! Search Zardoz cosplay. It's oh, even better. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh I saw, no! I saw a chick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But Jimmy D has a Zardoz T-shirt. So oh, this girl even put the girl put body hair on herself. Oof. <laughs> yeah, she glued like patches uh, of hair all over herself. Oh wow. my god. <laughs> I'm gonna have hashtag Zardoz. Oh my god! <laughs> Here's one with three of them at the same convention. Yeah, that, that was, was the one Brad just showed me. Zard- All right, but oh, the moral the moral man. of the story is go buy Jimmy D's t t shirts over there. Oh, this guy, this fight. Look at his legs. That guy's weird. Oh shape. my, he's god. disproportionate. He looks like Bob's Burger put on a Zardoz Damn. outfit. <laughs> he's so happy. <laughs> Oh, oh, oh. oh man oh, anyway man. you know what makes me happy chris strain our skull member of the month yes he does he mm. makes me happy every night makes you happy every night yeah that's why i jerk off to oh to his beard yeah just the beard yeah, yeah i, I crop the, the rest yeah, yeah. Ra- rainbow brony mm-hmm. dog dressed as zardoz <laughs> <laughs> okay. We should make Zardog harnesses. Zardog. Yeah. That'd be funny. Has a ponytail just built into it. Yeah. Yeah. So Chris Strain has a ponytail on his face. I'm gonna make a Chris Strainer. If you're at home, let's just put a sticker on your strainer. Chris Strainer. <laughs> so when you make spaghetti, you think about Chris Strain every week. The Chris Strainer. We could do a tie-dye, like a tie-dye uh, plastic strainer. We that should give away perfect. a prize. It's the Chris Strainer. Like we'll make we a Chris Strainer and that's a prize. We could. Yeah. We could do that. That's not hard. It'll just take till April 27th to get that. Of 2021. Yeah. Unless someone braves Walmart and has a label maker. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Oh, anyway, so thank you, Chris. Um, Chris is a uh, valued member of the Skull community. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's on the Facebook. Uh, you'll see him in his beautiful, um, lovely, multicolored beard. It's a hell if you don't know who beard. Chris is, yeah. If you don't know who Chris is, uh, you're you haven't you're fucking up. Yeah. Um, he's right? also a Braille vocalist. Super, yeah, Braille vocalist. I didn't I didn't even super, know that was a thing. Super yeah. nice lady. Yeah. I mean, he plays Braille like the piano. Yeah, yeah. His, but his it's voice is the instrument. It's it's because he has such incredible nipple control. 
Like if that is part of rail, you just touch his yeah. nipples and they change at the yeah. right pace for the lyrics to come through mm-hmm. on the song. What's the, oh, the those sustain? are called nagels. Yeah. They're nagels. It's like yeah. kegels, yeah. but it's nagels. You can flex yeah. your nipples. It's crazy. Have you seen him use the sustain pedal? Have I? Yes. yes. Yeah. yeah. He uses his. I celebrate his, his entire collection. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know if I said that. He has an album. What's he have? If you don't know, you don't know, bro. I haven't, I haven't heard it. It's called Nagels. It's called Nagels. <laughs> yeah, Nagels. Uh, Nagels under fire. Nagels from Nepal. Nagels from Nepal. That's a more spiritual second album, but I oh, prefer his first. Is, oh, yeah. the first. Nagels under fire. This is the first Nagels one. under fire. <laughs> that's my favorite. <laughs> I'm not sure about the Nagels. <laughs> Macaroni will never be the same once you have a Chris Trainer. That's true. Yeah. It's always Al Dante. Yes. They're perfect every time. Yep, always. Yeah. So. I don't know how you like your noodles or your nagels. All dante. All, all dante. <laughs> They're all done. Be, that's <laughs> the best thing we've ever said on here. All dante. You said that, I'm sure. Yeah, that's yeah. how I that's, oh. said what? That's how you say it. That is how you say it. That's the yeah, correct. All dante. <laughs> how do you like your noodles? All dante. I don't want them fucking hard. <laughs> no, I'm not happy. But I don't want them mushy either. Yeah. I want them all dante. If you're on Reddit, go to r4 slash Sofa King podcast. Um, if you're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, we are at Self King Podcast. Also, uh, Instagram, personal Instagram is I'm at Raised with Wolves. We have Self King Brent and Self King Dave. Also, check out Eliteco underscore Hot Sauce, Jimmy D's Tees, and Self King Podcast Art Unofficial. I haven't seen any on the Facebook page of those. Has he yeah, been? He's, doing been, he's been making like a news broadcast with his children. He's doing family oh, time lately. Never mind. Yeah. Fuck that guy. No, go that's pretty page. good, actually. Uh, is it? Okay. His kids are like, and back to you, fucking yeah, Rice, great. or whatever his kid's name is. And they're like out in the garden. And Rice shit. Briskin? Yeah, Rice Briskin is his yeah. kid's name. That's his name. Yeah, it's interesting choice. Interesting, but yeah. you know, they live in they live in um, Wisconsin. And in Arizona. In Arizona. It's Arizona, yeah. Yeah. In a Southern. nudist colony. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Arizona. There's a shout out, Tyler. So, um, yeah, so Self King Podcasts are unofficial. Uh, if you're on, actually, if you're not on Patreon, go to patreon.com backslash Self King Podcast. And for as little as a dollar, you will get the bonus episodes and uh, some other things. You'll be entered into uh, drawings that we're doing to give away prizes and things like that just for Patreon, which we started. And Alan Mills was the winner of the banana phone, the Bluetooth banana phone. It's something that you won't buy, but you absolutely will love to have. That's the truth. So, um, Get on there and you know do it. Do what you can do. That's pretty much it. Don't be retarded. Whiskey, no, I keep the peace with me. Getting top while I'm still rocking my Yeezy 350. Uh, and fuck asking questions, air blast the weapon. I like my bitches organic with no ass injections. And all camo like Rambo. When beatin' start to snap, the flow with ghosts, I'm like Thanos. Uh, yeah, reload the AR clip. I came to fuck up the game just like J.R. Smith. Supreme box logo. Hey, mama used to whip the box Volvo. Now I throw a 10 stacks just to shop in Soho. Karate kicking down doors, nigga, watch your dojo. <laughs> Your baby mama look like Abby Koto. Uh, yeah, bitches and I let the semi sit on the kiss of death, nigga, like more. I sit in the spot, get high while I listen to Nas. The mink coat killer, the god bit in the mod. Uh, the bully in this bitch was happening. Eastside, nigga, I bear arms like Paddington. I never go bad without the raincoat.
yeah, yeah. I am insane. My nigga sipping cheap whiskey, know I keep the peace with me. Getting top while I'm still rocking my Yeezy 350s. Uh, yeah, rocking my Yeezy 350s. Yeah, rocking my Yeezy. Yeah, serving everybody. Y'all don't need a menu. Gotta get this money, so I hustle like the rent do. Damn, how you even get that gun up in the venue? Lying on your first night, you ain't fucking bitches wrong. But fuck these bitches, I need riches, I got itchy palms. That's why I go ape shit like itchy mine. Tell Kato, bro, come and get your mind. I don't pay for pussy, that's not my MO. I get head, then asking for some bread on the Venmo. You think you big ballin' now, like you Lorenzo? Learn your role before we trade your ass to the endo. I'm Pelican Fly. I might roll through and why in the elegant ride. Drive slow like there's a felon inside. Kevin Gates, man, I never get tired. I'm forever inspired. After the show, hit the Waffle House. Hit on the meth head waitress like I ain't got a spouse. She ain't got teeth, but she got a mouth. You want this money, dog? Get your ass up off the cow, off the cow, off the cow, off the cow. Yeah. My nigga sipping cheap whiskey. Know I keep the peace with me. Getting top while I'm still rocking my Yeezy 350s. Uh. Rockin' my Yeezy 350s Uh, rockin' my Yeezy 350s